And I opened my first 501st battle pack to build it. You're talking about a Lego set. Yeah, the Lego, the 501st Legion. Yeah. Yeah. You're building an army. Yes. Yep. First four guys were opened up. Did you name them? No, they are nameless clones as of right now. (laughs) Nameless clones. Well, I think I would consider naming them, Neo. They all have names. They They do have names. But they all have names. They deserve names. Yep, they do. Jesse, Fives, Echo, Trevor, uh, Fixer, Boyle, Waxer. You know, I'm just naming off random clone names that I know. No big deal. Donner. <sighs> nope, no Donner. Blitzen. No Blitzen. How do you know? There's no. millions of them. There could be a Donner. <laughs> there, I get, you're right. I guess there there could be. In the EU, have you read the books? You probably haven't read the book because actually there's <laughs> someone called Donner. <laughs> Welcome to the Weekly Warrior Podcast, where we are forging genuine human connection through fitness, health, mindset, and nutrition. Let's get to the show with your hosts, Jared Bradford, Connor Edelbrock, and Corey Mueller. Well, speaking of being alone in the wilderness, you're like a park ranger now. (laughs) Yeah. What's that like? So... Um, man, yeah, we were making episodes all summer and I don't think we talked about it all, like what we were doing with our individual paths. Um, Mm -hmm. we were still putting out episodes and interviewing guests and like doing our thing, but we've had some pretty major changes happen, haven't we? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, starting in, in March of 2020, right before the coronavirus epidemic big thing really hit. I decided to put in my resignation. Uh, I was doing foster care. I was a foster care case manager. And so I put in my resignation notice because I finally had decided that that I was going to go and work at a state park um, and work up to being a park ranger. And um, this decision I mean that it it took me like four years to come to this decision, but uh, yeah. So I started working at a state park here in Michigan on June seventeenth because it kept getting my hire date kept getting pushed back and pushed back mm-hmm. and pushed back because of COVID and the state parks were all closed. Um. So yeah, I started out making crap money working. I mainly worked out in the state forest campgrounds doing some fun stuff, but like I was, it was cool at first. Like I thought I was just going to be riding a mower, you know what I mean? And like Mm -hmm. maintaining that type of thing. But slowly I started getting more responsibility and long story short, after scrubbing pit toilets all summer and doing my thing, I got an interview at the same state park that I was working at and got that park ranger promotion. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, that was back in September. I got state park ranger and it was like a dream come true. And I mean, every day since has been, you know, I go to work and it's, I love going to work now and I can't say that I've felt like that in a really long time. That's cool. Like today, you know what my day was today? No, I don't. We we went and we went to, I got to work and I knew we were probably going to do this, but we had like 13, like 150 to 200 foot big red pines that we had to go 
cut down because they were dead out in one of our state forest campgrounds. And so we got all the stuff together and <clears throat> this campground's probably like 40 minutes away. So we had to drive to the work site and whatever. So we get out there and the, the other cool thing about the job is not only do we get to do all this cool stuff, we st- I still get to like interact with campers and people. Um, so there were some campers out there and we spent some time chatting with them, helped them build a fire, which felt very, uh, like I'm a park ranger. Like mm-hmm. it felt, it felt really cool. Yeah. I f- was able to bring down my first tree ever today. Um, so we we're working with chainsaws and doing, you know, where we had, the, we have the helmets and the chaps and all sorts of cool stuff. So mm-hmm. Man, yeah, I lo- every day I get to go to work and do stuff like that now and yeah. it's a been I've learned so many cool things. It feels I don't know. I I can't even explain how good it feels to to be where I'm at right now because I never even a year ago I like hadn't even started school yet and you know a year ago I was still thinking about enrolling in my forestry and wildlife program. So mm-hmm. Seems like yeah, it's a very know. hands-on job, very active, and you, you know, oh yeah, you get to learn a lot of cool things. But I think you like it was outdoors, and yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, I mean that's the best thing. Like I get to work where people go vacation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that—that's what I do, and so it's just yeah, it's everything I hoped it would be and more. Yeah. And it's it's awesome. Do you think like some people like t- avoid taking dream jobs? Or I've heard that, uh, you know, I don't know, I guess it's just a thought too of my direct thought of is it don't move to the place I love being the most because then the effects of it being awesome will wear off. Like, do you think mm-hmm. the job of being outdoors all the time on campgrounds and camping and doing things is going to ruin any like activities on your own you want to do outside? <clears throat> That's a good question. I, I've thought about that because right now I'm still in the very, like it, I, it's been, I don't know, six months, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the thing that I continue, I think as I continue to learn and grow and like f- perfect example was I've never been hunting by myself. I've always had to go with somebody who knows the land and knows where we're going and whatever this fall because of my work experience and knowing you know, where things are and like where Mm. the deer move and like all this stuff, I was able to go out on my own, completely on my own. And besides the fact of being like highly inexperienced, I was able to see deer on two different days just because of my knowledge of like where they go and where they're moving. And you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So right to, I guess to directly answer your question, I don't know, maybe someday, but if that day ever comes, then I'll know it's either time to move into a different role or I don't know, figure out, figure something out. But like, yeah, I, right now I it's can, still exciting. It is. I lo- like, I, we had four days off for Thanksgiving. Um, and I was so pumped to like, go back to work. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I, I was excited. Like, it was like, Oh my God, I just want to go back to work. <laughs> yeah. To, so that's, yeah, I, you, you're, you might, you might be right. There might be a day where, that does happen. But at the same time, how could you, how do you get tired of nature? Right. And how do you get tired of learning how to like do cool things in nature 
And on top of that, I'm learning like super real life skills, like how to use a chainsaw and how to, yeah. How to use a hammer, how to, yeah. How to drive a tractor and stuff like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So yeah. How to dig dirt. How to dig a ditch. I mean, everyone needs to know how to dig a ditch really. Yeah. How to make a dam. How to to make a dam. Scrub a pit toilet. You see any beaver out there? Hell yeah, brother. Man, you see a lot of beaver? I, man, I got I got stories about beaver. Man, how much, tell me how much beaver you want to hear about beaver? I oh, can tell, tell you a thing or two about beavers, but you go first. <laughs> so we uh we managed the it's called the White Pine Trail, which is a 96 mile long state park. It's a linear state park, right? So it goes from like just north of Cadillac, Michigan to um like just north of Grand Rapids, roughly. Hmm. So it, it was the old Grand Rapids and Illinois railway, right? So back in the day, it was a <clears throat> it was a railroad, mm-hmm. and they would transport everything from lumber to you know whatever else was coming from up north, mostly lumber, really, because that's what built the <laughs> up north here in Michigan. But anyway, yeah. um, so we managed that. Um, we have a separate ranger that is strictly for the White Pine Trail, which is cool. But um, along the trail, obviously, there's a lot of rivers. And so that means there's a lot of culverts that go. They're basically like, you know, flow tubes that go underneath the road or the well, now it's a road. But what was the the railroad? So that ha- those are popular beaver spots. So there was a spot. Remember where I used to live? Um, in Ashton with Vivian, <laughs> you're such a good boy. <laughs> yes. So just south of there, um, <laughs> there was a beaver colony. Um, that like we were down at this dam every almost every day for like a month and a half mm-hmm. because the bridge itself. This was an old railroad bridge that was like eroding so the beavers because they what they want to do is flood their habitat so like there's fish they can eat and there's stuff you know and their dens or they're not called dens they're called lodges the lodges are sort of underwater Uh so they're they can swim underneath and they're safe so this beaver or multiple beavers they were literally bringing like 15 to 20 foot tall trees Mm. And, and the most, besides it being annoying, I learned that beavers are fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, like they're like animal lumberjacks. Yeah. Um, the fact that they can gnaw through these trees and then they drag them and then they, and like these, these bastards had these trees embedded in the mud, like three mm-hmm. feet down into the mud. Yeah. So we had to take like rakes and shovels and shit and we're in this cold water like it's like a river you know what i mean yeah um well they worked hard on that why are you doing that dude i know <laughs> i know I, so every time it's like pissed at you I, <laughs> it's <laughs> just like just move we need you to just move somewhere else but, like, move. why dial i put that there <laughs> guess i'll do it fucking again that's exactly how <laughs> i know that. yeah the poor beavers but um yeah, so we went down there, like I said, like every day for a while because if we let that build up, that mm-hmm. whole area would flood right. and wash what was ever left of that bridge away, right. which they're going to be replacing the bridge uh, probably next year anyway. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so some, and then on top of that, just 
seeing because along that trail you see the lodges and there's some huge beaver lodges and they don't have any impact on the trail so it's like you obviously leave them alone yeah um but yeah i didn't know anything about beavers until like two months ago they're <laughs> when awesome, i started man. playing with their shit well, like i said that like they work so hard but it's no joke they they there are some beavers where i was staying in the summer uh, remember at, at the cabin and yeah. like you could walk by the river and see like the gnawed off stumps and um yeah it's just super cool it's like man isn't that crazy and their teeth their teeth never stop growing so they're Is that why they have to yeah they constantly have to chew wood and chew things down because their teeth throughout yeah. their lifespan will never stop growing i didn't know that that's cool yeah I figured they actually like eat the wood too. That's they have like, they? they call them, they call them chew sticks. Yeah. So they like eat the bark. And I had, I, I took a couple chew sticks from in the water and I brought them home for Annie. Yeah. And cause they're like completely smooth. Wow. So yeah, that's cool. And I just, so I don't know where I heard this. There was like another podcast like uh, called the wild, I think. And he talked about beavers and he went into the fact that they're so meticulous and like OCD about their work. Like they'll be sleeping, and if they hear water start to trickle, they're like immediately jump into action and like patch everything up, make sure everything's good. Like that water yeah. trickling is like yep. insanely nauseating to them. It's like insulting yeah. to their work, so they have to like go fix yep. it. Um, it's pretty amazing. They're I like I said, I didn't know how kind of incredible that they are, yeah. but um, there's a tree in our in the main state park area that. Um, we noticed about a month ago started to have beaver chunks and this is like a big tree. Um, and me and my, the, there's the position called the lead ranger. So, you know, he's like my supervisor type thing. So we walked over there and I'm like, this is going to fall on our fishing dock. Hmm. And he's like, yep, we probably should get a beaver trapper in here. (laughs) So we've been working with a local guy to, um, trap some of these beavers. Cause I mean, they've moved. He even said like he, he you know, they're, they're feeding grounds. They've already taken all the trees out of there. Hmm. So they're starting move, to move. Yeah. The, they swim like a mile. I mean, swimming a mile is not easy. So they swim like a mile to the state park and then they go back to their little pondy area on the other side of the, the highway to, to sleep and do their thing, yeah. which it's just, yeah, it's crazy. So, beavers, well, beavers. are you going to, if you, when you trap them, are you moving them somewhere else? Um, not in this case. So yeah, no. What are you doing with them? Um, you're going to kill it. No, man. They're going to go to a happy place. You're going to kill it. No, the, no, no. Okay. What do you, uh, do you just take them somewhere else? <laughs> no, they're, they're, these, they're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I just wanted to build yeah. my dam. Yeah, I know. Man. <laughs> I know. Dude, that's fucked I up. Know. Okay, you could literally... Oh, have you heard the story of... I'm not... I mean, it's your job. I mean, you, you guys are the experts. But there was... Uh, have you heard about the air... Uh, the, the time they like airdropped beavers into... Because they had to move them. They <laughs> airdropped beavers into a new... Um, like... Wild, like protected wild zone. Have you heard about no, that? No, but that sounds <laughs> that sounds terrifying. <laughs> it's fucking bonkers. So this was like after if I remember right, it was after World War II. So things were like people came home from World War II and like dropping beavers yeah, out of B-17s. Yeah, right. But it's connected to World War II in a very fucking strange way. So 
back after then, like people came home and like, you know, having kids and houses being built. So it's just in like Idaho and they, uh, so they started building houses in this town in Idaho where the beavers like were having a field day. Like this was the beavers territory. And these people like wanted to come in cause it was a really pretty area cause the beavers mm-hmm. like built a couple lakes. They, you know, that's what they do. They build dams and things then lakes form. So there were a yep. bunch of pretty lakes cause these beavers, uh, and then people like, were like, no, we want to live here, but all these beavers are here and they're really fucking up everything for us. Cause we want to build. <laughs> so this guy came up with this idea they found a plot of land that um, is kind of far away where they won't be able to just walk back. And it's a good area, not very wet, but knowing beavers, they'll make it wet, which is good, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> the guy is like, well, there's no roads into this area, so we can't drive them and we can't trap them and drive them in. Um, so the next best thing is we have all of these World War II parachutes. <laughs> so wow wow how's about <laughs> how's about we take an airplane and we just drop them over and let them go run wild so this dude they like have to uh, they dig they go about their business i guess it's a fucking d- bonkers idea but they go about their business of like creating a system where they won't die on impact because they're dropping them out of a plane. (laughs) So they like this guy like creates a box or something and like puts weights in it and like drops it. Right. Um, Uh as a test run and it explodes on impact and like a beaver size. Yeah. Beaver size weights explodes. No good. So he like creates this whole box system that comes down. And once it contacts the ground, it gently opens up and the beaver can run run free so they got um they got one older beaver to be their test dummy (laughs) and they fucking dropped him from an airplane (laughs) and this dude they named him uh i can't what the name was fucking hilarious though i'll look it up so they dropped him and uh sir chomps a lot geronimo is geronimo Geronimo. yeah (laughs) (laughs) name this old beaver geronimo and uh so they drop him and uh, he he lives, and it's all good. So they're like, "All right, let's let's do it." So they load all of these beavers, uh, like eighty beavers, up onto their airplane. <laughs> the cost was like hundreds and hundreds of dollars to do this. They load them all up, put them in boxes, add their parachutes, and they just shove these eighty some beavers off the plane, and they <laughs> land in the basin below. And all of them survived except one. Damn! Yeah, they, wow! It's fucking. Like that's mission success right, right there. Dude, that's just that an is, insane story. I don't know where it's yeah. like a podcast. I think that is a cool story. I never heard that yeah, before. So beavers are, uh, they, the movie operation Dumbo drop it's operation beaver drop. Yeah. So. It's like, I, I just imagine cause back, it was like the back in the eighties, I think it was, is when Michigan reintroduced moose into like the UP um, they airlifted moose from like in Canada to the UP and they used a helicopter and they like, were just carrying moose like <laughs> with the straps. And you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's cool, man. The beaver drop has a wild, wild tail. actually. So I just looked it up again. I have one more thing to say about it. So yeah, the, let's the basin it. that they dropped those, it was 76 beavers, um, 75, one died. So the basin that they dropped them in, it created, um, 
what's some of the most amazing habitat that is part of what is now the largest protected roadless forest in the lower 48 states. Mm. So honestly led to some pretty cool habitat. Yes. And that's the cool, like beaver. That's why I mean, how did we get here? But anyway, beavers are dope because they do create this really amazing habitat. And if they weren't like threatening the trail, Mm -hmm. we obviously we're not going to mess with it. You know what I mean? So yeah. Cool, man. Beavers are awesome. Yeah. That was a dope story. Yeah. Well, I don't, where do, so, yeah, where do you want to go from here? I, uh, I'm just going to end it like, yeah, we moved up. Uh, we moved up North. We lived in a tiny town called Reed city. Uh-huh. We're in a less, less tiny town, but still small in Cadillac, Michigan. Mm-hmm. And, uh, life is good. Life is good. Yeah. Um, struggling to, I, I have to pass a physical fitness test, which is a whole nother topic that we'll probably end up talking about some other time, but that's been a bit of a struggle. And then from there, I mean, you know, it's all about the journey, right? Yeah, it's all a journey, man. It's all about the journey so, of going from your land, getting airdropped into a basin and restarting. Yeah, exactly. And so, <laughs> yeah, what's, uh, I, I mean, I think we we knew the audience knew we all knew that you were heading west to the land of fast internet and uh, <laughs> we have five G out here. Yeah, it's the it's you, the five G towers that started coronavirus is what I'm pretty sure happened. I hope um, we don't have any stupid listeners. Mind control, you know? What I'm yeah, saying? for sure. It, what it was was those damn Democrats. Okay. And so I moved west <laughs> to California into a desert. And we could really use some beavers to get some precipitation around here. But uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Don't want, we, we can go into that a little bit, I guess. But yeah, I moved here and it's yeah. good. Started a job in physical therapy and that's going well. And setting up my, our little home here for the next couple of years. We have a gym. In our garage, we have a Peloton. Have you heard of Peloton? Yeah, bro. Peloton. Yeah, it's like a bike with an iPad on it, and people yell at you to go faster. <laughs> and then you, you get know what fit I think? Sweaty. The the people really need to hear right now. Um, I mean, obviously, California is known as the land of milk and honey and communism. I mean, um, <laughs> is it milk and what honey? We really I need to hear about think, like, isn't that yeah. Georgia or something? No, no, no. It, I hear you. You have your computer there. I don't think dairy me. and desert combined. To, I don't think you're right, but okay, go ahead. I will Bro, fact check you. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Fact yeah. check me. But anyway, Actually. we need to hear the story about, <laughs> about your moving experience. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm fact checking you right because it's a pretty. It is. It's a pretty ridiculous tale. Yeah. Not as ridiculous as beavers being parachuted no, in no. like D Day. The but. fucking cake, of just in a ba- beaver invasion. <laughs> it's probably the. It's probably one of the best stories I've heard all year. Yeah. To be like, to be honest, oh, good. I'm glad we could accomplish that in December. Yeah. Um. So moving here, <clears throat> Jess moved here in March. Uh, which was a long time ago now, but she moved here. And a couple of days later, they shut everything down for Corona. Um, I got out here mm-hmm. in August. So she lived like that for a while um, through Airbnbs and just training for work. And then finally we got our apartment. I went out there in April. <clears throat> we got our apartment May 1st. Uh, so this is the crazy moving part. So I drove out there uh, three days 
and got there. We moved into our apartment May 1st um, and had a, a sleeping bag or a sleeping, uh, what do they call them? Fill them with air. <clears throat> Air, air mattress. mattress. We had an air mattress. We had a laptop. Um, and that was it. We didn't have anything because our moving company is a typical moving company and you know is just behind the behind the ball. So we lived uh a month in our new apartment, which is a nice apartment, got high ceilings. Um <laughs> has always been a dream of mine to have a high ceilings. I heard there was brick walls in that apartment. <laughs> yeah. Too. So, oh, the brick walls. So brick walls are cool. It's, uh, they're fake. They're paper. So, <laughs> um, we lived from with, uh, just, we got internet, but, uh, yeah, everything was shut down. No, nothing. We couldn't go to like, um, restaurants or like go explore much. Um, we had an air mattress and a laptop, which we lot watched Netflix on every night and I wasn't working <laughs> and we slept in the living room. Um, looking yeah. back, I don't know why we set it up in the living room. The room would have been way more comfy, but then the living room feels like so empty. We just didn't feel right, you know. Um, so yeah, it was easier to live in like that one right. room yeah. rather than expand to you basically live in the bedroom and then right. the living room right. is empty. Um, so yeah. we yeah, yeah. moved up after about two weeks and got a futon to put in the living room. Um, and then we had just, you know, going back and forth with our moving company, they're like, yeah, it's on the way. And then a week would go by and they'd be like, we still can't find anybody to drive it to you. So after about a month, they finally sent it to us and they couldn't deliver it to our door, um, because of our apartment complex can't fit a semi back here. And so we had to meet them in like a city 20 minutes North of us with our own U-Haul to move everything from their semi truck into the U-Haul into our garage by ourselves. The moving company didn't help with this part. And then we hired, just hired like 150 bucks for these two guys to come and throw everything in our apartment. Cause we were over it at that point. It was a lot of stuff in our garage. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much the story of May. That was our May month of May. And then I graduated, came back to Michigan, graduated and then moved back out here in August. And things have been, things have been pretty good so far. I think that, you're definitely downplaying the amount of bullshit that that moving company yeah, put yeah, you guys oh, yeah, through. Yeah, it was a lot of bullshit. Stuff was stuff yeah, was yeah. broken. It was ridiculously yeah. expensive for no for you no. Know, I blocked reason. that out. Thanks. Was, <laughs> I'm just, I mean, I told. Uh, yeah, we're all about this is growth pro, here, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Face your challenges head on. Yeah, yeah. It's an Good. opportunity. They broke your stuff. <laughs> Good. <laughs> they charge you an extra fourteen hundred dollars. God. So God. you have an opportunity God. to work harder. <laughs> so yeah, they were assholes, man. They sucked. If my best advice, if you're moving anywhere, whether it's across the city or another state, is do it all yourself. Hire a company to move things from your apartment or home into your own U-Haul, and then you drive that U-Haul and hire a company to move things from the U-Haul upstairs if you want if you really don't want to do it all yourself and you have a lot of stuff, but I would never, ever, ever, ever outsource my stuff to like be stored by someone else ever, ever again. Cause we had a lot of broken stuff. I didn't want to complain about it, which is why I think I didn't really go into it, but like a lot of broken stuff, they charge. It's just facts, not complaining. Like it's just facts. Our monthly, uh, storage was like 400 some dollars per month for two and a half months or something like that. And then, uh, it was just, it was too much. So, I will also add, make sure that you read the reviews for whatever. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. 
This company has been scamming people for yeah, years now. Just a couple months, actually. <laughs> so they're new. They probably oh, really? do their scams and then bounce to a new um, LLC name, honestly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. that's what they do. Moving yeah, that was, it was an, quite an adventure getting you out there. Yeah. You know, life lessons. Everything's a lesson. I think everyone, and I, when you guys first told us that you were moving besides like the shock it was like yeah i think everyone should experience like a cross-country move at least once because like that feeling of um being like truly on Mm -hmm. your own and doing this thing this big crazy thing and whatever is both terrifying and also extremely liberating all at the same time so even like like moving to Colorado, for example, and then moving back, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, like was a huge whole thing. And granted, mo- a lot of my time in Colorado was uh, dark, but it was it paved the way for everything. You know where I'm where yeah. I'm at now. Like I got the idea to be a park ranger in Colorado, so that's pretty dope. Yeah. But yeah. Cool thing. I think it's 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 yeah, been it's good. It's definitely scary. It's something do it sooner than you think you want to. Because then you could just the more experiences you can get at a younger age within reason that are intelligent experiences and not reckless, uh, the better and you know, more prepared you can be for when you you know want to find your job and start settling down with your family or something. You'll know what you want. And what a t- <clears throat> What a time to do all this stuff in yeah. 2020 when 2020 has been at least in our lives, because obviously there's been worse mm-hmm. times but like this has been by far the most upside yeah. down time. And I would say in the I mean, I think it's fair to say in the last 30 years, with the exception of maybe, you know, like September, like isolated events mm-hmm. like September 11th and whatnot. Um, this is I, uh, looking at like a timeline. This is probably the most yeah. prolonged like what the fuck is yeah. going on? Yeah, you know what I mean? It's definitely tough. It's tough for anybody anywhere. And uh, to make big yeah. changes and being in your 20s or kids graduating high school, going into college or graduating college, going into life or or like you switching jobs, me switching jobs, it's tough for sure. And but everybody mm-hmm. lives in their mm-hmm. own level of stress and experience you know so uh, what's stressful yeah. for a 50 year old who has a steady job or someone who's 34 and can work remotely um is could be the same stress level as an 18 year old kid trying to go to college it's just it's personalized and but we're all in it together that's what i'm going with and I'm yeah hoping we can i don't know <laughs> i don't know i'm not, gonna, I'm not going it's on like my the, soap it's like the thing yeah it's okay i was gonna say it's like comparing um, when, when I was in the social work field, we used a, a term don't compare mm-hmm. trauma because everyone's trauma, it doesn't matter what it is. Like, even if you had the quote unquote, like, you know, the ideal upbringing and everything was good and like, but you have this thing where, um, you felt like your parents never loved right. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like in, in that person's world, that's their mm-hmm. trauma. And you can't compare that trauma to like someone who was abused as a, you know what I mean? Because like objectively one is maybe worse than the other, but you know what I mean? So it's the same. Our, our collective 2020 experiences are all interesting and all our Mm -hmm. own. And it doesn't like everyone's been affected and like some people have been out of work and some people have been this. And, but like for me, 
And I think that in a lot of ways for you and for Connor too, like 2020 has been like uh, 2019. I, I use a, I term it like this. 2019 was life changing. Mm-hmm. 2020 was like life cementing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, it's continued this growth in this building because the one thing I didn't mention was in September, um, your boy, you had sex. Engaged. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They don't know. And did you guys, does, it, does anyone even know that you and Connor like, were like, you know, dating? Y'all did, did the Lord uh, know you're living together before marriage? I, I mean, we, we commune with him, uh, sometimes, <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Well, he's sure. I, I, I'm kind of confused by the tactics <laughs> right now. I feel like, no, it's me. great. Yeah. You did get engaged. I know you and Jess have twin beds. And hey, you guys sleep in. <laughs> okay. It's really <laughs> sensitive. So just fucking cut it out. It's just a personal choice. It's okay. Not my fault. <laughs> yeah, you got engaged, and that's that's huge. Yeah, it's really, 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 really cool. Really, really great. The end of I a just, motorcycle I trip. I just uh, my two best friends. Yeah, my two best friends in the whole the, world. The podcast brought Fall them together love. for real. For real. <laughs> <laughs> people don't know me they probably thought i was really crying but it is great it is you truly are my best friends and yeah the podcast brought together and it's wonderful and you guys are happy and you get along super well remember when we used to joke all the time because i was still single and we'd joke like hey connor hey connor what's up like what are you doing yeah she got she'd mad. Be like mm. she'd be she'd be like oh boys like just boys being silly and then, it, and then one day I was like, nah, what's up? And she was like, yeah, what's up? And, you know, oh, like, what's up? <laughs> oh, 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 bunga, bunga, <laughs> Yeah, it's good. It's been a, it's been a great year. Um, yeah. yeah, it's been, I, I don't know. Great. I don't There's no words for this year. Everything. This year has been everything. Yeah. Like I said, like 2020 has been fantastic. And I, it's all about perspective and I'm not going to get into like a big spiel about it, but man, if you haven't used this year as like your jumping off point for some good things, then figure it out. You got to figure it out because you don't have much time left. <laughs> That's cryptic. You got to figure it out. Bud. Time is wasted. You have none left. You have none yeah. left. I but, know what you're man, saying. It I is mean, you to be able yeah. to find something good out of this. Um, and whether it be realizing, you know, you don't like this job or you realize your job doesn't really value, value you. Um, or you looked at like yeah. the, the stay at home stuff as like a reason, like, well, fuck this job <laughs> or anything. You know, it doesn't have to be it. job, you know, you apply it. Um, yeah. Then, you know, uh, I think if you can do that, then you're you're a pretty fucking strong person. Yeah, I agree. And I gotta say, I'm still. We talked about beavers for like yeah. 20 minutes, and I'm not even mad I about it. I think 
the episode. I thought we were going to end on beavers. To be honest with you, I wasn't expecting to go into the second half of this. <laughs> I was about to be. I was about to end it. And be like, yeah, uh, I moved to California, but we'll get into that some other time. We could really use some beavers here because it's extremely dry. And then you would have been like, yeah, yeah. Well, it's been great talking to you. And then I would have been like, <laughs> yeah. And then we would have ended it, but. Yeah, I, we're just, we're just setting the stage. I think that we glossed yeah, over a lot did. of cool things that like we're going to be talking about in the next in the coming weeks where like breaking down some of these bigger moments mm-hmm. that are I think that are going to be helpful for a lot of people who are maybe like thinking about doing some of this crazy shit or like don't know but want mm-hmm. to or whatever and as I mean as the weekly warrior goes, you know, we're here to discover our warrior within mm. and that for a lot of different people can mean a lot of yeah. different things, but we're always trying to be the best we can be and not being stagnant. Exactly. Exactly. And forging yeah. on. And with that, I mean, I am super excited to be back and talking and doing this podcast because it was a long break, but uh, like we talked about, we had, yeah, last episode was like September 20th. A lot, a lot has happened since then. That was a lot of changes. So yeah, good to be back. And I think we should, uh, on those final thoughts from you, we should wrap this one up, wrap wrap it up up. like a burrito to go. Have a great evening. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Weekly Warrior Podcast. We sincerely appreciate you being here with us. And if you would consider sharing the Weekly Warrior with a friend or family member, that'd be pretty great too. If you haven't already done so, leave us a rating and a short review. Also, check out our Instagram page at Weekly Warrior Podcast for more warrior content. Thanks again for being here with us, and we hope you'll join us next week when we discover the warrior within.